Suratul Anbiya, lesson number 165. Walaqad, and certainly, Atayna we gave Ibrahim, Ibrahim alayhi salam. Rushdahu, his rushd. After Musa and Harun, who was mentioned? Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah says, we gave him his rushd bin qablu from before. Before what? Before Musa and Harun came. Before the Torah was sent. Or min qabl before, meaning before Ibrahim was even an adult. Before he received prophethood. From the beginning, in other words, we had given Ibrahim his rushd. وَكُنَّا بِهِ alimin, And we were of him alimin. We knew him. We always knew him really well. Because Allah knows about every creation of his, every creature of his. And Allah knew that Ibrahim was deserving of that rushd. Now what is rushd? Rushd is? What's the translation that you have? What is rushd? Rectitude. Okay. Rushd, rashada, what does it mean? It means to adopt, to follow the right way. The right direction. Okay. This can be in a journey. When a person is traveling, when a person is walking, and it can also be in a person's behavior or when a person is doing something. To hold a right belief, right? Rectitude of action. To take the right course of action. To do something the way it should be done. Properly, correctly. And from this the word rushd is used for guidance also. To be rightly guided. Alright? And it doesn't just mean to be rightly guided, but to continue in the way of truth. Like for example, you're driving somewhere, and you start driving on the wrong side of the road. Is that rushed? No, it's not rushed at all. If a person is driving on the wrong side of the road, what do you know? He's come from England. Right? He doesn't know what he's doing. There's something wrong. Right? Immediately you know there's something wrong. So rushed is to follow the right direction and when doing something do it properly and then not just at the beginning but consistently continuously to remain on the right way how with self-constraining firmness because you have to control yourself right you want to speed up you want to you know go on the shoulder of the highway but you keep yourself on the right course this is rushd when you know what to do you're going in that right direction and you're also forcing yourself you're making yourself stay on the right way the definition that she gave us was that um, it's a type of there can be any guidance or any knowledge but rushd is a like beneficial knowledge that will guide you to the right way. So that's why when Musa Sam was, he didn't just ask, like when he wanted to follow Khidr, he didn't just say like, I want to acquire knowledge. He said, I want rush. Yes, very true. And also if you think about it, the Ashabul Kahf, they said, min amrina rashada. Facilitate the right course of action for us. And keep us firm on that way. Right? Hidayah rushd. Hidayatul rushd. Hidayatul irshad. What is that? Guidance in the right way. That a person is told, go this way. This is what you should be doing. Alright? So, Ibrahim was given his rushd. And from this, the word rushd is also used for maturity of mind. Maturity of mind. Because 
with experience, with age, or with intelligence, what happens? A person makes right decisions. He drives on the right side of the road, and as much as he wants to speed or go on the shoulder, he won't do that. Maturity of the mind. Good management of affairs. Rectitude of action. So, Ibrahim was given his rush from the beginning, and Allah knew him well. Because Allah knows every creation of his. And Allah knew that Ibrahim was deserving of this rushd. Now an example of his rushd is given. إِذْ قَالَ لِأَبِيهِ وَقَوْمِهِ When he said to his father and his people. What did he say to his father and his people? مَا what? هَذِهِ التَّمَاثِيلِ What are these tamathil? Tamathil is a plural of timthal. What is timthal? From the root letters? Meme, tha, lam. What does mathal mean? Example. What is mithl? To be similar. Alright? Now, timthal is used for an idol. Not just an idol, but a figure, a sculpture, a statue, an image. Whether it's 2D or 3D? Yeah? What is 2D? Like an image that is drawn, that is painted. What is 3D? Hmm? Like a sculpture. Alright? So, this is what timthal is. An image, a sculpture. And why is it called timthal? Because it's an imitation of what Allah has made. You understand? For instance, if there is a painting of a hand, a drawing of a hand, why would you call it timthal? Because it looks exactly like a real hand. Likewise, if there is a sculpture of a human being, why is it called a timthal? Because it is an imitation of what a human being looks like. Right? Sometimes people make figures, statues, and they say, this is God. Why? Because they think God looks like this. You understand? They think God looks like this. They give Him a physical form, according to their imagination. So this is timsal. Now remember that timsal, it's a statue. And just as a side point, every statue is not an idol. Okay? Every painting is not an idol. Because sometimes we go to somebody's house and we see a figurine and we say, La hawla la quwwata billah. And in Urdu especially, but. Alright? An idol. I mean, I find that word so funny. Every picture, every statue, every image is called an idol. It is not an idol. It's not necessary that it's an idol. I'm not saying, go ahead and fill your house with sculptures and pictures. No. I'm just saying that we should be able to distinguish between what is an idol and what is not an idol. Alright? So Ibrahim said, what are these tamathil? What are these things that you've made yourself? You have imitated the creation of the Most Merciful, or you think that this is what God looks like, you've made it up yourself, and these images, allati which antum you laha to it akifun, ones that are devoted. You're completely devoted to these statues, these things that you've made yourself. Remember what rukuf is? What is rukuf? To remain in one place in devotion to something. From the same root is the word. Give me a word from the same root. Akif. Okay. Akifan. Okay. Irtikaf. What is irtikaf? You remain in the masjid. You stay in the masjid. Even if you want to go and have your dessert at Dimitri's, you don't go. Right? Because you're doing... I'tikaf. You stay in the masjid. Right? So, he said, what are these pictures, these idols, these images, you've made them yourself, 
and you're just devoted to them all the time. You're not interested in doing anything else. And you always stay with these idols. In the morning I see you with them, in the evening I see you with them. What's going on over here? This is something that shows the rushd of Ibrahim a.s. He was intelligent. He was upon the right course. He was mature in his mind. Because he understood that worshipping idols is something that is not correct. Why? Because A, you've made it yourself. Secondly, if you think it is God, this is just your imagination. And then thirdly, it's just something sitting in one place and you're devoted to it. How is it benefiting you? How is it protecting you from harm? He couldn't keep these thoughts to himself. So he spoke to his people. And all of this shows his rushd. He was really on the right path. Because sometimes we, we see these things and we have these thoughts, but we keep these thoughts to ourselves. We don't question the other person. We don't make them think about what they're doing. That is not rushd. Rushd is when you're concerned about yourself and also others. So he spoke to his father and his nation. Qalu, they said, what's the answer that they gave? Wajadna aba'ana. We found our forefathers. Laha, for it, meaning for these idols, abidin, worshipping. We found them worshipping the idols. And this is why we are doing the same. In other words, don't ask why, it is what it is. This is how our parents did, their parents did, and this is what we do. Qala, Ibrahim salam said, لَقَدْ كُنْتُمْ Certainly you all are. أَنْتُمْ you وَأَبَاؤُكُمْ And also your forefathers. All of you are فِي ضَلَالٍ mubin In manifest error. In other words, just because your forefathers did it, doesn't mean it's right. That doesn't mean it's right. That's not a proof for shirk. The fact is that there is no proof for shirk for associating partners with Allah. And if someone does it, it doesn't matter who they are. They are wrong. So you, as well as your forefathers, are wrong. You are in clear error. Qalu, they said, أَجِئْتَنَا بِالْحَقِّ Have you brought us the truth? Meaning, do you have some basis for what you're saying? You're saying that we're wrong. You're saying that our forefathers were wrong. Our ancestors were misguided. Do you have some proof for that? Do you have some evidence for what you're saying? Some basis? Am or anta you are min al-la'ibin amongst those who are playing. La'ibin is a plural of la'ib. Who is la'ib? Someone who is la'iba playing. Remember what la'ib is? It's the opposite of being serious. Okay. So opposite of being serious is what? Someone who's non-serious. Someone who's non-serious. What are they doing? They're joking. They're just fooling around. So they say to him, are you just having fun here with us? Or do you have some basis for what you're saying? Qala, Ibrahim said, بَلْ رَبُّكُمْ No, I am very serious. I'm not joking here. I'm not playing with you. I'm not fooling around. رَبُّكُمْ Your Lord is رَبُّ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Is the Lord of the skies and the earth. الَّذِي فَطَرَهُنْ The one who made them. فَطَرَ he originated them. He brought them into existence. Without any previous precedent. There was nothing like the sky and the earth that was made by someone else before. And Allah imitated that. No. Fatarahun. He brought them into existence. He originated them. Wa'ana and I ala upon ذَلِكُمْ that meaning what I have said to you, that Allah is your Lord, the one who has created the heavens and the earth. Over this, ذَلِكُمْ, O you people, مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ I am of those who testify. 
Meaning, I testify to the truthfulness of this claim. In other words, I'm not just saying it, I believe in it. I'm not just saying that Allah is the Creator and He is your Lord. I believe in this. And I bear witness to this. I bear witness to the fact that there is no God worthy of worship but Allah. He is the one who created everything. He is the one who created you and I. And He is the only one who deserves worship. In other words, you know, when is it that you testify to something? When you have knowledge of it. Isn't it? When you have knowledge about it. So he's saying, I'm not joking here. I have brought you the haqq. وَتَاللَّهِ And by Allah, I swear. تَاللَّهِ You see this letter ta? This is for qasm, for an oath. Just like wallahi. So just like wallahi, tallahi. By Allah, لَأَكِيدَنَّ Surely I will definitely plot, plan. Against what? Asnamakum. Your asnam. Plural of sanam. What is sanam? Sanam is a word that is used specifically for an idol. Right? Timsal can be for anything. Sanam is idol. Meaning that which is taken as an object of worship. He said, I will definitely make a plot against them. And what is kaid? Kafiyadal. A secret plot. Right? Plan. To inflict harm on some enemy. I will definitely plot against your idols. Ba'da after. And that. Tuwallu. You all turn away. Mudbirin. Going away, turning your back. Mudbirin is a plural of mudbir. And who is mudbir? The one who shows his back. So after you have turned and gone away, walked away, I am going to harm your idols. What is he referring to? And did he actually say this to them? It's possible that he said this in his heart. You understand? It's possible that he said this where? In his heart. And it's possible that he actually said this to them. Remember that Ibrahim was from Iraq, from the city of Ur. And the people over there were mushrikeen. They were polytheists. And every now and then they would go for a fair. Okay? Not a fair. A fair. Okay? And in this fair, they would have their business buying and selling. And they would have competitions and the like. Okay? A fair like that was also in Mecca. And that fair was known as a fair of Rukaz. Okay? So anyway, when they were going for this fair, they called Ibrahim also, come with us. Everybody's supposed to go. Ibrahim said, no, I'm sick. I don't feel like it, I'm not going. So he stayed back. And when he stayed back, what did he do? When everybody was gone, because finally the idols were left alone, right? Because otherwise those idols were always surrounded by their devotees. So Ibrahim فَجَعَلَهُمْ So he made them جُذَاذًا into fragments. جُذَاذ جِيم ذَال ذَال Small pieces. Small pieces of something. So he literally broke them and kept striking them, striking them until they turned into pieces so that you couldn't even put them back together. إِلَّا except كَبِيرَ لَهُمْ The biggest of them. He spared the biggest idol. He didn't hit it. He didn't break it. And in narrations we learned that he left the axe or the tool that he used to break the idols in the hand or by that big idol. Why did he do that? لَعَلَّهُمْ So that they, إِلَيْهِ To him. To who? Ibrahim يَرْجِعُونَ They would return. He broke them and he told them from before and he was the only one who stayed back. Why did he do that? Because he wanted the people to come back to him and talk to him about their idols. He wanted to have more conversation, in other words. 
You understand? Sometimes we wait for other people to begin the conversation about religion, about Allah, about Islam, about the Prophet ﷺ. But we see that over here, Ibrahim ﷺ, he is doing something so that people would talk to him. Because he wants to do da'wah. If you don't talk, if you don't have a conversation, how are you meant to convey? Also it is said, لَعَلَّهُمْ إِلَيْهِ To it. It as in the biggest idol. Okay, They would return. Meaning they would go to it. Asking it what happened. Who did this to them? Why the big one had broken the small ones? Okay. قَالُوا When the people returned, when they saw the state of their idols, they said, مَنْ فَعَلَ هَذَا بِآلِهَتِنَا Whoever did this with our gods, إِنَّهُ لَمِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Indeed, he is of the wrongdoers. Whoever did this to our gods is surely a zalim. قَالُوا they said, سَمِرْنَا We heard Fatan, a young man, a young boy, a lad. We heard him, يَذْكُرُهُمْ He was talking about them. Talking about who? Our idols. Talking positively? Negatively. يُقَالُوا لَهُ It is said to him, it is said that his name is Ibrahim. Ibrahim. His name is Ibrahim. And we heard him saying something about the idols. So he is perhaps the one who did this to our idols. They came to the conclusion themselves that nobody could have done this except Ibrahim a.s. قَالُوا They said, فَأْتُوا بِهِ then bring him ala a'yun nas before the a'yun of the people. A'yun is the plural of a'yun. Bring him in before the eyes of the people, meaning in front of everybody. La'allahum yashhadun, so that they witness. What do they witness? The whole case, the whole prosecution process. This is just like Musa was asked by Fir'aun, right? That we will also bring our magic. So Musa he selected the day of. يَوْمُ zina. Why? Because everybody would come. You understand? Everybody would come. He wanted that competition to take place in front of everybody. Just like that, Ibrahim did this, he broke the idols. Why? So that it would become a public issue. Because at that time, as one person, how many people could he talk to? How many? Not many, right? But we see that when this became a public issue, now everybody is concerned, everybody is excited, everybody is wondering what happened, why he did this, now let's see what happens to him. Everybody is alert. Who is this man Ibrahim? Why did he do what he did? Everybody is involved, excited about this. And we see that when something happens at a public level, how storms, you know, they begin, where? On social media. Right? Everybody is concerned about that issue at hand. So, فَأْتُوا بِهِ عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِ النَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْهَدُونَ Now imagine, there is a court. All the people, the entire nation is on one side. They're the judge, they're the jury, they're the prosecutors and the witnesses. And on the other hand is who? Only one Ibrahim a.s. defending himself, the defendant. قَالُوا They said to him, أَوْ دِدْ أَنْتَ يُوْ فَعَلْتَ هَذَا Did you do this? بِآلِهَتِنَا With our gods, Ya Ibrahim or Ibrahim. O oh, Ibrahim, did you do this? Qala, Ibrahim a.s. said, Bal rather, fa'alahu, he did it. Who? Kabiruhum, the greatest of them. Notice the answer of Ibrahim a.s. He doesn't say, I didn't do it. Because that would be a lie. You understand? He said, fa'alahu kabirum minhum. Kabiruhum, the biggest of them did it. Hada, this guy, this idol. See the one that is standing perfectly fine? 
with the axe on his side? He did it. فَاسْأَلُوهُمْ Ask them, ask these idols that are laying broken. Ask them, إِنْ كَانُوا يَنْطِقُونَ If they can speak. يَنْطِقُونَ is from نُطْق To speak. So, in other words, Ibrahim السلام, he is trying to make the people think. That if you believe in these gods, and if you think they help you, and they protect you from harm, if they have been broken and shattered to pieces, then why don't you ask them? Why don't you ask them who broke them? Why don't you ask them? فَرَجَعُوا So they returned إِلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ To themselves. They returned to themselves, meaning they began to blame themselves. You know, for instance, you're, you're somewhere and you begin to talk to yourself. You have a conversation with your heart. And it's a very honest conversation. So they returned to themselves or to each other. Amongst each other they had a conversation. فَقَالُوا So they said, إِنَّكُمْ أَنْتُمُ الظَّالِمُونَ You are wrong. He's right. These idols can't even speak. They cannot even defend themselves. How can they defend you? How can they save you? If they cannot move, how can they answer us? So they saw the truth in Ibrahim السلام, and they realized their own mistake. ثُمَّ نُكِسُوا عَلَىٰ رُؤُوسِهِمْ But then, نُكِسُوا they reversed ala ru'usihim on their heads. Naks, noon kafsin is to turn upside down. To put something in the wrong order. To turn something over its head. So, nukisu ala ru'usihim. What does it mean? That they were on the right track. They were going the right way. Realized their mistake. They understood what Ibrahim was telling them. But then they went back. They went back on the wrong way. They understood what he was saying. They agreed with him, but they didn't want to admit they were wrong. So they went back on their misguidance. And they said, لَقَدْ certainly عَلِمْتَ You know, O Ibrahim, مَا هَؤُلَاءِ يَنْطِقُونَ These guys don't speak. They don't speak. We can't ask them. قَالَ He said, that's exactly what Ibrahim wanted to hear, right? He said, أَفَتَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ Then do you worship besides Allah? مَا لَا يَنْفَعُكُمْ That which doesn't benefit you, شَيْئًا anything, وَلَا يَضُرُّكُمْ Nor does it harm you. It doesn't benefit you, it doesn't harm you. It's as if he's saying, what loss did you incur when these idols were destroyed? Did you suffer anything? Who died? Who got paralyzed? Who got struck by lightning? What happened? Nothing happened. These things are not your God. أُفِّلَّكُمْ Uff to you. When do you say uff? Don't you get it already? He's frustrated. Uffillakum. Walima tarbuduna mindunillah. And for that would you worship besides Allah? Afala tarkilun. Don't you use your reason? Don't you understand? Will you not understand? So Ibrahim Rasulam he defeated them in argument. But these people didn't want to accept defeat. So now they became violent. And it happens sometimes that when a person is more emotional than intellectual. And when he fails in argument, then he resorts to violence. قَالُوا They said, حَرِّقُوهُ Burn him. تَحْرِيق حَرَقَافْ وَانْصُرُوا آلِهَتَكُمْ And help your gods. Help who? Who? Help your gods. It should be the other way around, right? Gods should be helping you. But they're saying, help your gods. إِن كُنْتُمْ فَاعِدِينَ If you're gonna do anything. It's as if they're saying, get up. Help your gods. Put them back together and burn him. And it is said that they dug a hole and they filled that hole with firewood. And they lit it on fire and that fire burned for a long time. And it was so huge, so massive that they couldn't even go near it. Ibrahim alayhi father himself brought firewood. And if a woman was sick, she would make a pledge that as soon as I'm better, I would take firewood. 
in defense of their idols. And then it was so huge they couldn't push him into the fire. So they had to use a catapult to hurl him into the fire. And they did it. And when they did it, قُلْنَا said, يَا نَارُ O fire, كُونِي بَرْدًا Be bard, Cool. Opposite of har. What is har? Hot. Bard is cool. Don't be hot. Don't be warm. Don't be neutral. But be cool. On who? Ibrahim a.s. And not just cool, wasalam and also safety. So that he's unharmed. Ala Ibrahim for Ibrahim. Fire generally burns. But over here we see that that universal law was changed. Fire didn't burn. It cooled Ibrahim a.s. It didn't harm him. It saved him. Why? Because who is it that fire belongs to? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah, He is Al-Qadir. He can change the sunnah kawniyah even in defense of His servant. وَأَرَادُوا بِهِ كَيْدًا They intended harm with Him. فَجَعَلْنَاهُمُ الْأَخْسَرِينَ But we made them into أَخْسَرِينَ The greatest losers. They were defeated. They were humiliated. Because you see when a people attack their Prophet, and when their Prophet leaves them, then nothing is for them except for punishment. So they brought it upon themselves. Ibrahim when he was thrown in the fire, what did he say? حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلُ Allah is sufficient for us and the best trustee He is. The best one to rely upon. وَنَجَّيْنَاهُ And we delivered him. Allah saved Ibrahim salam. He saved him from who? From his people who were determined to kill him. His father had said such harsh words to him. His father had said, go away or else I will stone you to death. His father also collected the firewood in order to burn him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rescued Ibrahim salam. He saved him. He took him out of there. And he gave him another home. And he was not alone. Walutan And also Lut alayhi salam. Because when Ibrahim salam left his people, who was with him? Lut salam, his nephew, and his wife, Sarah. So the three of them left Iraq, and they went where? Ilal ardi To the land. Which land is this? Allati which barakna fiha. We have blessed in it, meaning we have filled it with barakah. We have filled it with barakah. For who? Lil alameen, for the people of the worlds. Meaning, all of mankind, all people, they will find barakah in this land. Which land is this? Where did Ibrahim do hijrah to? The land of Asham, Palestine. And this land is described as Mubarak, one that has barakah. Even in Surah Al-Isra, what do we learn about this place? Subhanalladi asra bi abdihi laylam min al-masjid al-haram ila al-masjid al-aqsa alladhi barakna hawlahu. We have blessed its surroundings, meaning we have blessed that entire area. How is it Mubarak? What is barakah? Blessing, goodness that remains. Goodness that is everlasting. Now the land of Asham, why is it Mubarak? There's two reasons. First of all, because people find in it spiritual blessing, spiritual goodness. If you think about it, so many prophets of Allah were from which land? This land. Asham, Palestine. Ibrahim also did hijrah to Palestine. And Ibrahim his son, this is where he stayed. And remember when Yusuf ﷺ, he ended up in Egypt. That is how the brothers of Yusuf ﷺ ended up in Egypt. But when the Bani Israel left Egypt, where did they go? Back to Palestine. 
They didn't go to Iraq. They didn't go anywhere else. They didn't stay in Egypt. They went back to Palestine. And within the Bani Israel, how many prophets came? You know when you go to Medina, you have this feeling like, the Prophet ﷺ used to live here. Right? It just feels so nice. Just just thinking about Medina, just thinking about Makkah and going to that place, it makes you so happy. The Prophet ﷺ walked on this land. He stayed here. I wonder if he saw this mountain. I wonder if he saw this hill. I wonder if this mud was in a different form at that time. You know, you keep thinking. And Asham is the place where Isa salam was born. That is the place where Zakariya came. That is the place where Yahya came. That is the place where Maryam lived. That is the place where so many prophets of Allah came. Sulaiman salam, Dawood salam. All of the prophets of Bani Israel, where were they? In Asham. So people find spiritual blessing and all people. It's not just a certain group of mankind. All people have a right to that place. All people. Why? Because this is a place where people find spiritual blessing from. It's the home of the prophets. Right? Land of the prophets. And then not just spiritual blessing, but even physical blessing. Physical blessing. Because that land is fertile. Alright? Fertile. And if it's fertile, that means there's a lot of produce. And that produce is also amazing. Extraordinary. It's not like produce that you'll find anywhere else. I mean, think about olive, olive trees, and olive oil, and all of these rich foods. Their home is which land? This land of Asham. And remember that Arabia, what is it basically? It's a desert. And the people of Mecca, where would they go to, to buy food? Where would they go? They would go to Yemen, which is in the south of Hijaz, or they would go in the north, which is Asham. And you know, the father of the Prophet ﷺ, Abdullah, the week, the same week that he had gotten married, what happened? He had to go to Asham, alright, for a business trip. So he was also going there. Likewise, we learned that Hashim, who is one of the forefathers of the Prophet ﷺ, great grandfather, he also went to Asham. He's the one who arranged all of these business trips. And once when he was going to Asham, he went through Medina. And when he went through Medina, in Medina he got married to a woman. He stayed there for some time, and then he went on his journey. He went all the way to Asham, and over there in Gaza, he died. He died, and he was buried over there in Gaza. Now, his wife, who's in Medina, and at that time Medina was Yathrib, alright, she gives birth to a boy. And that boy, his name is Shaiba. For eight years, Shaiba stays with his maternal grandparents, or rather his relatives. Alright? Then what happens? When he's eight, his uncle, Muttalib, finds out that my brother went through Medina, through Yathrib, and he has a son there. So he goes to Yathrib, and he brings Shaiba with him to Makkah. When he brings him to Makkah, the people of Makkah thought that Muttalib had brought a slave. So they began calling him Abdul Muttalib. His actual name was Shaiba. Who was Abdul Muttalib? The grandfather of the Prophet ﷺ. So anyway, this tangent, but the point over here is that Asham, people found in it spiritual blessing, find in it spiritual blessing, 
And not just spiritual blessing, but also physical blessing. Meaning rizq, provision, food. Allati barakna fiha lil alameen. Recitation of these verses, please. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ رُشْدَهُ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَكُنَّا بِهِ عَالِمِينَ إِذْ قَالَ لِأَبِيهِ وَقَوْمِهِ مَا هَذِهِ التَّمَاثِيلُ الَّتِي أَنْتُمْ لَهَا عَاكِفُونَ قَالُوا وَجَدْنَا آبَاءَنَا لَهَا عَابِدِينَ قَالَ لَقَدْ كُنْتُمْ أَنْتُمْ وَآبَاؤُكُمْ فِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ قَالُوا أَجِئْتَنَا بِالْحَقِّ أَمْ أَنْتَ مِنَ اللَّاعِبِينَ قَالَ بَلْ رَبُّكُمْ رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ الَّذِي فَطَرَهُنَّ وَأَنَا عَلَى ذَلِكُمْ مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ وَتَاللَّهِ لَأَكِيدَنَّ أَصْنَامَكُمْ بَعْدَ أَنْ تُوَلُّوا مُدْبِرِينَ فَجَعَلَهُمْ جُذَاذًا إِلَّا كَبِيرًا لَهُمْ لَعَلَّهُمْ إِلَيْهِ يَرْجِعُونَ قَالُوا مَنْ فَعَلَ هَذَا بِآلِهَتِنَا إِنَّهُ لَمِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ قَالُوا سَمِعْنَا فَتَنْ يَذْكُرُهُمْ يُقَالُ لَهُ قَالُوا فَأْتُوا بِهِ عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِ النَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْهَدُونَ قَالُوا أَأَنْتَ فَعَلْتَ هَذَا بِآلِهَتِنَا يَا إِبْرَاهِيمُ قَالَ بَلْ فَعَلَهُ كَبِيرُهُمْ هَذَا فَاسْأَلُوهُمْ إِنْ كَانُوا يَنْطِقُونَ فَرَجَعُوا إِلَى أَنفُسِهِمْ فَقَالُوا إِنَّكُمْ أَنْتُمُ الظَّالِمُونَ ثُمَّ نُكِسُوا عَلَى رُؤُوسِهِمْ لَقَدْ عَلِمْتَ مَا هَؤُلَاءِ يَنْطِقُونَ قَالَ أَفَتَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ ما لا ينفعكم شيئا ولا يضركم أفل لكم ولما تعبدون من دون الله أفلا تعقلون قالوا حرقوه وانصروا آلهتكم إن كنتم فاعلين سَلَامٌ عَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَأَرَادُوا بِهِ كَيْدًا فَجَعَلْنَاهُمُ الْأَخْسَرِينَ 